It's the High Powered Podcast. Lit conversations, debates, and advice that keep you turned up. What's up? What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Princella, coming back at you raw and live. I know we ain't got a lot of people in tonight, mainly because we didn't even know if Princella was going to go live today. They kept me at work longer than I expected. They had me do a load at 4 o'clock, which didn't let me get off to 7. Then I had to go get my kids, so I didn't get here to 8-something. And then I came in here, and, of course, the 101 Dalmatians and Cruella was upstairs acting fool. Right? So I had to hurry up and try to make a... Um, you know, an image and all of that stuff. So, um, I want to let y'all know, they call me Pastor P, the queen maker, right? I'm bringing down the house, right? And I teach women how to shift the power dynamics in their relationships, right? I give women their power back. And these men are not ready for me the pick-me's ain't ready for me. Listen, I take regular degular women and I turn them into powerhouses. Now, I'm here to save women's lives. I'm here to save their mind. I'm here to save all that. But I'm not interested in saving those who don't want to be saved. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved, right? I'm not interested in turning concubines into queens. Concubines can never become queens. They have a job, and that's to be a concubine. I'm not here to turn slaves into queens either, right? The only ones that I'm interested in turning into queens are pawns and indentured servants, right? Ain't nothing wrong with being an indentured servant. Right. You got to serve. You got to be a foot soldier first before you can get your freedom. Indigent servants buy their freedom. Slaves want a master and they need a master. I don't talk to them. Right. I don't talk to them. So if you ain't never seen me before, chances are most of the people that's watching me right now already know me. But later on, it'll be new people watching these shows. So just so you know who I am. Right, and what I do. Right. So tonight, I got a couple videos that I want to break down right, for everybody. Because we're going to get your mind right, ladies. Let's stop playing these games with these dudes. Before, and before I do that, right, before I do that, I want to pull up some stuff because you might look at some other shows that I've done. Right. If you knew and you ain't never heard nothing that I have ever spoken, you knew and you didn't found me on YouTube shorts, however the hell you got here. You might go and look at some of my other shows that I've done. And what you'll find is you'll see that I cut dudes off. I don't let them talk sometimes. And the reason I don't let them talk is strategic. Because this is queendom. This is my domain, right? And in here, I'm the motherfucking boss. And I'm the queen and what I say go. When you step into my domain, if you are a man, the only reason that you coming up in here is to disprove and challenge me 
on anything that I say to, to prove that my message to women is wrong. Right? That's the only reason that you invite yourself over here. You don't invite yourself over here for me to hear you bitch, whine, cry, and complain because I don't care. Right? You got a whole bunch of podcasts and a whole bunch of spaces that you can go to to bitch, whine, cry, and complain. Right? I'm a queen. I'm not a concubine and I'm not a slave. I don't mind if you disappear. I don't compete with women. If you feel like you need to go somewhere, baby, I'll send my driver to take you wherever the hell you need to go. If you want to get a passport and go overseas, I will send a driver to take you to the airport and send you on your way. I even pack you a lunch, okay? When you come here, though, you are coming here to prove the bullshit you've been saying for the last five years is true. And what is that that you've been saying? That men are more logical than women. You are here to prove to me that you're more logical than me. So when you come in here, you better bring you some facts. I don't want to hear the crybaby shit. All right. So when you listen to them podcasts, you're going to see that I'm going to cut a lot of these dudes off because they will not deflect. My number one rule in my house is no deflection. So I'm going to pull up some of these examples of deflection. And I, it's five examples, right, of narcissistic behavior and deflection, right? And I want y'all to see it. Okay. So... Five things narcissists say. I'm going to put it on the screen. Five things narcissists say in an argument. Do you find yourself caught in arguments with someone who uses narcissistic tactics? It helps to know what they might say and how to respond effectively. This is what we got to do when these clowns come into my space. Number one, they minimize your duress. Now, if you were on the last show, you would hear Khan Ali and Trev Smoove minimize women's distress by just going over it and glossing over it, right? So they could get back to their point to scream and holler and whine and complain about their distress, right? Researchers have found that those who live with NPD have limited self-awareness. None of these guys that come to my show have any self-awareness. They focus all their motherfucking attention on women and they cannot keep the discussion on men to save their life. They have limited self-awareness and reduced ability to attune to others. Listen to me. And a reduced ability to attune to others. If you are familiar with my concept called the five components of love, if y'all are new, if some people are new in here, which you might be new later on down the line, if you are new, my philosophy over here at the High Power Podcast and the Queen Maker Academy is to love yourself and play with men. 
Love yourself and play with men. Why? Because men are incapable of love. They are not capable of loving women. Right? I know that's, that's, that's a strong, and I can back it up. But let's go ahead. Let's continue what we're saying. The first component of love, if you have my book, if you don't have it, you need to get it. The first component of love, of the five components of love, is to seek first understanding and then to be understood. In order to, be, in order to understand, right, you have to have the ability to tune in to others. People with NPD have limited self-awareness and a reduced ability to attune to others, right? That's very interesting because a large percentage of the population of men have NPD, right? Which may explain why they don't see their behaviors in the same light as you do. If you confront a narcissist about something hurtful, they may downplay what occurred or minimize the events that took place. This could sound like, relax, this isn't a big deal. I did that before and you didn't care. I didn't think you would be upset over something so petty, right? It can also sound like using softer language to make a behavior seem less hurtful. Softer language. Not only softer language, but softer tone. If you go back to the last show with Trev Smooth, you will see how he tried to use a soft tone to cover up his NPD traits. That he couldn't stand me calling out and stumping to the ground, right? Number two, shifting the blame onto you, which is characteristic. It's the number one thing that these guys do. That's why when they come to my motherfucking domain, you will not put a woman's name in your mouth. You will not say woman this, woman that, because I will not allow you to shift the motherfucking blame over here. When you can go and look at some reruns of Kevin Samuels, right? You can look at some Kevin Samuel reruns. You can go to Fresh and Fit. You can go to Phil Scott. You can go to Tommy Sotomayor. You got a million places that your ass can go to hear and talk about women. But what you will not do is come over here and talk about her. Shifting the blame onto you. Research shows that those who live with narcissism often carry an innate sense of victimhood. An innate sense of victimhood. Who that sound like? Black men. Who that sound like? Black men. Who that sound like? Black men. An innate sense of victimhood. That's all they talk about on all these podcasts. When you look at my shit, you're going to see me shut these niggas up. Because I'm not, I don't have no sympathy for them. Zero. And I don't, I'm not their nurturer. I'm not their mama. I'm not going to stroke their ego. And I don't care about them whining, crying, and complaining. They just ain't finna come do it in my house. 
need y'all to understand that. They carry an innate sense of victimhood, which is why they might shift the blame over to you. Someone else, another external factor they have little control over. So with black men, it's always either the black woman's fault or the white man's fault. It is the white, it is the system's fault. Black men are perpetual victims. They ain't did shit wrong. Shifting the blame and defensiveness can sound like it's not my fault. It's because you, money, stress, work. If you wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have done that. You knew what you were getting into. This is just the way I am. If you can't spot what's happening when someone plays the victim card, you may find yourself feeling bad and apologizing for a perceived slight. You see how I handle these dudes when they come over here? I handle them like motherfucking rag dolls. Because I don't have no sympathy for your victimhood. I'm going to sling you all across my floor. You better come over here and act like you got some sense. Gaslighting. This is what they do. If you in here, make sure you click them likes, hit them thumbs up. Gaslighting. Studies suggest that those with narcissism aren't as prone to guilt as others, which can make it difficult for them to take accountability for their actions. Thank you. Somebody just sent something to the cash app. Hold on just a second. And I'll check it in a minute. Studies suggest that those with narcissism aren't as prone to guilt as others, which is something is a trait that you see with every dude that comes on my show, with the exception of Ken, okay? Which can make it difficult for them to take accountability for their actions. You will not see the majority of men who pop up on here take any accountability for their shit. But Princella ain't gonna let them shift the blame. Princella do not let them gaslight. So I need y'all to be aware that if you are watching me handle one of these dudes in my space, don't you tell me to let them talk because you want to hear what they got to say. I don't know why you want to hear bullshit. I don't know why you want to listen to bullshit. I don't want to listen to no bullshit. So I'm going to shut their ass up as soon as this shit start coming out. As a result, they might outright deny that they said or did something hurtful. Like, like Trev Smooth. If you watch the whole show, that sucker sat up there and denied shit that he was recorded on camera doing. He denied shit that he was recorded on camera doing and I called it out back to him verbatim. They have a habit of doing this. Why y'all think I got these men on my show? I want y'all to really ask yourself, why you think I bring men on my show? Let them come here. I let men come here not because I want to hear a motherfucking thing they got to say. I want to expose them. I want to show you how delusional they are and that they are unaware of their own behavioral patterns. 
And these are men that y'all getting in relationships with and then you wonder why you have a problem. I said men are incapable of love. I can back that up. As a result, they may outright deny that they said or did something hurtful, a strategy called gaslighting. Even in the face of proof, she called me on camera, it wasn't me, saw me kissing in the shower, it wasn't me. They got a habit of doing that. This can leave you doubting your own sense of reality. I stand firm in what the fuck I say, see, and call out. And I'm not going to let a single word come out your mouth to shift the motherfucking reality that I'm calling out. When you see me handle these dudes and I shut them up, this is why. This is why. This can sound like I never said that. That never happened. Your evidence doesn't prove anything. Your evidence doesn't prove anything. Ain't that's how these dudes come at me when I come to them with solid facts? Didn't the dude from the counselor's corner say, fuck Time Magazine, the facts? Didn't he say that? Yes, he did. Every single dude that has faced me thus far to try to, has been put on their ass. Gaslighting isn't always outright or overt. It can also take form, it takes, take the form of diversionary tactic, tactics that confuse the other person or make it very difficult to address the issue at hand. When they try that shit, I make sure I bring them back and stick them to the point. Bitch, you ain't going to run nowhere. I'm not going to let you run nowhere. I'm going to bring you right on back to what the fuck we talking about. There's a reason why I handle these dudes the way I handle them when they bring their ass here. Four, ridiculing you. Those who live with narcissism may find it difficult to hold positive and negative feelings for someone at the same time. As a result, things may get heated in an argument. You may experience insults, put-downs, even mocking behaviors like laughing as you express hurt. Let me tell you something. These guys have very, very weak egos. Not only do they have very weak egos, they have a very, um, hmm. They have a very childish way of making themselves feel better and not so hurt. So what you'll find out is when you go on my YouTube shorts, if you go look at some of them, you'll see the majority of the comments are negative. And the majority of the comments come from who? Men. And what are they saying? Shit like this. That's stupid. You crazy. There's something wrong with you. Everything that I do is for a reason. And it is not for your entertainment. It is for your education. I want you to start to see 
reality for what it is and stop making up bullshit in your mind to explain why you see the shit that you see. Number five, deflecting away from the argument, which is something that every last one of these dudes have done when they come in my space. Deflecting away from the argument when faced with indisputable proof, which is what I always provide, indisputable proof and fact, like receipts, photos, email, Time Magazine, right? Someone with narcissistic traits may redirect attention back onto you as a distraction. Now, Trev Smooth did that several times in the last show. One specific time that he did it is when I told him, I say, you had three weeks to prepare to bring your ass on my show to come with a legitimate position. And you didn't research my philosophy to even come to actually challenge it. You didn't have enough respect. What did he do? Deflected away from that by redirecting it onto me by saying, well, you knew I was coming here and you didn't go research my videos, did you? Sir, you in my motherfucking house. I ain't got to research you. you your wife brought you to me. I don't got to research shit about you. You coming here, right? This is what they do. And he did that about 87 times in the whole damn show. Okay. Deflection can include indirect or non-answers. He ain't answer damn goddamn question that I asked. He redirected it by asking another motherfucking question, right? Yeah. Bringing unrelated details into the mix. He did that several times, talking about shit we ain't even talking about, and then y'all wonder why I cut these niggas off. Uh-uh, I got to shut you up, I got to cut you off, I ain't even trying to hear that, right? Prior arguments, bringing up old issues, particularly your prior offenses, guilt tripping. After everything I've done for you, this is how you repay me and projection, accusing you of exactly what they are doing, right? So they have a habit of doing this stuff, y'all, okay? So I want to make sure that you are aware that Princella don't tolerate that shit. I don't tolerate none of it. And I don't have no sympathy for men. I don't have no care or concern about how they feel for anything that I say at all. I'm going to drag them across the carpet with their pants off until they get carpet burn on their butt cheeks. Okay? That's what I do. Now that, I, now that we have gone through that, I'm going to show you the perpetual victims. Not only am I going to show you the perpetual victims and we're going to break down psychologically everything that's being said in this video, I am about to show you that these dudes are lazy, ladies. If you have not purchased my Five Components of Love book, if you don't even know about it, I'm the author of a book called The Five Components of Love. 
The majority of you have no idea what love is. Everybody making up their own meanings of love and then they wonder why we are in the modern day Tower of Babel, right? Don't nobody give a damn what the word mean to you. The question is, is what does the word mean, right? On my life journey, I have discovered the meaning of love and I've discovered that love is made up of five components. And this will clear up any mysticism that you ever thought about love. And if you look into the comments section, if you've purchased my book, if you're a power player and you've been rolling with me since TikTok and you read the book and you watched my four, you sat through my four hour course, please put it in the comments section how powerful this concept that I have is for the new people who might not be familiar. I'm also gonna read a message that was sent to me today from somebody. I get messages every day from women. Every single day I get messages from women. All right? Love requires work, ladies. It requires work. And I want you to understand that men are incapable of love. And they do not have the willpower nor the desire to put in the work that is required to love somebody, okay? So the first video that I'm going to play for you is this. And we're gonna break this down. You know how he was? Mm -hmm. I respect that, bro. All right, so he's talking about Kobe Bryant, right? He's talking about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, he asked Kobe, man, why are you such an asshole? Why are you an asshole? And Kobe said, because I don't trust these dudes' work ethic. They come in 10 minutes before practice and they leave right after. Meanwhile, I'm in here busting my ass trying to perfect my craft. So what, what is that saying? That even on the professional level, these dudes are lazy. They're lazy. And just think of the NBA like a piece of pussy. I'm gonna tell you how men think, because see, I know men better than they know themselves. And the average woman don't know a man the way I know him. But let me tell you something about a man. Once they get that toy that they desire to have and play with, they don't want it no more. Because men have to constantly be moving conquering and on to the next new thing right the NBA to these dudes is like a piece of pussy once they get there they become complacent the top male goes against male nature 
And these dudes, just because they made it to the NBA, they will tell you that they're high value men and they are not because they are just as lazy as the people who go work a nine to five. You come to work 10 minutes before your shift and then you leave early or then you leave on time. That is not how a leader thinks. That is not how a leader thinks. That is not how a high level person operates in their lives. They put every ounce of energy into what it is that they're doing. If these guys cannot perform at a high level and they're getting paid millions of dollars to do so, if they can't put in the work like Kobe without somebody riding their ass and they're getting paid millions of dollars to do it, what makes you think that they finna put in the work for a relationship that they view as free. I want you to understand that. Men view relationships as free shit. Free access to value. Relationships equal free in their mind. If they not putting in a bunch of work to improve, right, and to exceed the minimum and they're getting paid millions to do it what make you think they finna do it for a concept called love what make you think they finna do it for a relationship what make you think they gonna do it just on GP to be a better person they're not you asking a lot of these dudes to be self-disciplined because see, Kobe got in there and ain't nobody have to tell Kobe because see, Kobe had vision. Kobe had purpose. Most of these dudes' purpose is just to get in a position to get a bunch of sex. And once they get there to get their ego needs met, they stop achieving. Right? Because their goal with something so low, sex and ego stroking. This is something that you need to be aware of when you're dealing with men, when you're dealing with so-called relationships. I'm gonna look at something else. If you're in the building and you're watching, Make sure you hit the thumbs up. You're done that she cannot live with us. It's not that we can't live with her. Are you blaming us? Are you saying that it's our fault that this happened? No, I'm not blaming black America women. I just said that I'm blaming the system. They are victims of the system like the black male. Well, why do you say that we are castrating you. You say that you want to be the leaders. Okay, well, what about the black professional woman? Are you saying that there should be no black professional woman? Are you trying to deny black women the right to be creative, the right to function? We're not asking for you to take a back seat. We're saying that you have got to be 
astute enough and can view the situation well enough where you just automatically know what your role is and step back. And whenever you want to have that aggressive thing, this is the thing that the young black man today is not going to tolerate. My old man tolerated because he was his old man tolerated. It came up for years and years and years. But today, the young black man is not going to take it. He's going to be out there as a leader. White America has used black women to keep the black male in his place. And you're still aiding him by saying, well, we are qualified. We want to work. We can help. Okay, how are you going to reprogram men so that they don't let us take over what's supposed to be their responsibility? And men that I have had dealings with, they are perfectly willing to sit back and let us do anything we want to. I, I don't think you have to reprogram men. I think you have to reprogram women. No, you have to reprogram the men so that he will forcefully no. take what belongs to him because you know women, as long as we can get, we're going to get, and it's, 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 it's part of our being. We're going to do anything to you that you let us, whether we want to or not. If you don't want to live on the level of income that I can afford you in love, me on the basis of that, you want to, to always be inspired to have all those things that's a part of the great middle class white American society, and, and because I can deliver these things to you, you say that you are not a man. Now, I hope in the videos you saw what I saw. Some clown behavior. Why? So, we're going to go back and we're going to break down every single word that came out of his mouth. I'm not through with that Kobe Bryant video because I'm going to tie this one back into that one. I'm going to tie this video that we're listening to right now back into Kobe Bryant's video but we gonna watch this one again and we gonna listen to every single word that come out of his mouth ladies my advice to you is to stop listening to men and stop talking to them do not try to reason with them and do not listen to a single word that comes out of their mouths. The only reason that you're listening is to diagnose for yourself. And you ain't even gonna tell him shit. But let's go, let's start over. Black America women. And I just said that. To okay, let me go back to it. She cannot live with us. It's not that we can't live with her. Are you black? Now stop right there. He say she cannot live with us. It ain't that we can't live with her. That is true, sir. That is a thousand percent true. Because it is in y'all's nature to roach up on a woman to suck her dry of all of the value that she has. We have a problem living with you because you suck the life out of us and you bring us headaches. You are absolutely right. We have a problem living with you. We can't live with you. You are a thousand percent accurate on that. Y'all can live with us, which is the reason why you jump from woman to woman and house to house. Because you need the very essence that she bring. And we are at the place where women are not trying to convince themselves to live in delusion. 
it is can a man keep a woman not can no woman keep no man can he keep her and he has shown you over and over and over again that he does not have the ability to keep you the game has been flipped and we flipping it all the way back around keep talking brother are you saying that it's our fault that this happened? No, I'm not blaming black American women. I just said that I'm blaming the system. They're you blaming the system. You blaming the system for your inability to perform. You are blaming the system for your inability to achieve. Meanwhile, the woman is achieving and you are trying to stop her from climbing the ladder because you don't have enough focus, willpower, or determination to climb that same ladder. So the only thing that you know how to do is pull somebody else down. This, this is a key trait of a jealous individual, an envious individual. Let us pull up the definition of jealousy. Jealous. Feeling. It's a feeling. Or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. Feelings or showing suspicion of someone's, I'm sorry, feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. What is the definition of envy? A feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Listen to him talk and tell me that he does not have a feeling of contented or resentful longing that is aroused by the woman's achievements. Let's go back to it. Victims of the system like the black male. Well, why do you say that we are castrating you. You say that you want to be the leaders. Okay. He say black women are castrating them because of his inability to achieve and perform. So he blames it on the system and then he blames her for castrating him because he wants to be the leader. But guess what? You don't have to ask to be a leader. Did Kobe Bryant ask to be a leader? No, Kobe Bryant did the work. He was in the gym working before and after practice while his teammates walked in late or barely on time and left on time. You don't ask to be a leader. You get up there and you do. Do y'all hear these 101 Dalmatians up there? It's 1030 and she ain't got sense enough to tell her rugrats to stop running because it's too late. This is what happens when you have ghetto neighbors. Right? 
Well, what about the black professional woman? Are you saying that there should be no black professional woman? Are you trying to deny black women the right to be creative, the right to function? We're not asking for you to take a back seat. We're saying that you have got to be astute enough and can view the situation well enough where you just automatically know what your role is and step back. Automatically know what your role is and step back. Step back and put yourself under a victim. Under somebody who's telling you that they can't do it. So you stop achieving. This is what he's telling her. You stop achieving and recognize that I can't and you get under me and behind me. Stop your own personal growth to suffer with me right this is what he's telling her in back in back 66 years ago 66 years ago the male's word patterns his argument his has not changed it has not progressed and whenever you want to have that aggressive thing, this is the thing that the young black man today is not going to tolerate. My old man tolerated because he was his old man tolerated. It came up for years and years and years. But today, the young black man is not going to take it. He's going to... Oh, he, he going to what? Be out there as a leader. White America. He going to be out there as a leader. He ain't going to take it. This was 66 years ago. What he doing now? What are you doing now? Saying the same thing and still ain't out there doing nothing. Meanwhile, I'm going to show you some of the things that black women are doing. Now, my message is for all women. This ain't just for black women, but specifically I'm talking to black women tonight. Since these are these videos with well, this particular video is a black man talking about black women keeping them down. Right. So don't feel, don't feel left out of the conversation because the message that I'm going to read to you after I finish this comes from a Mexican lady, Hispanic lady. Or how I, how my philosophy has changed her life. My message is for all women. But look at this, right? He ain't doing nothing. Let's continue listening to this garbage. Has used black women to keep the black male in his place. And you're still aiding him by saying, well, we are qualified. We want to work. We can help. Okay, how is that not jealousy? We you listen to how listen to how he even mocked her. We qualified. We can work. Right. We can do this. This is pure jealousy and envy spewing out of his mouth because he is so lost within himself. He is so downtrodden that he must pull her down with him. Okay? This is what's going on. Are you going to reprogram men so that they don't let us take over what's supposed to be their responsibility? And men that I have had dealings with, they are perfectly willing to sit back and let us do anything we want to. I, I don't think you have to reprogram men. I think you have I don't think you have to reprogram men. 
I think you have to reprogram women. This is why you need to stop talking to these dudes. Stop trying to reason with them because they are delusional. They don't think that anything is wrong with them. This was 66 years ago. He ain't think nothing was wrong with them then. He don't think nothing is wrong with them now. And they have gotten worse over 66 years. They can't even see that they have fallen backwards. And they still screaming the same thing and they want you to respect them, ladies. Listen to me. I'm finna pull up the definition of respect. These dudes want you to respect them. Let me give you the definition of respect. A feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Do y'all hear that shit? It's like they stomping in to, to come through the, the, through the ceiling. A feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. What is there to respect here? What abilities does this man have besides complaining, whining, and pointing the finger? His abilities is deflection. His, his ability is victimhood. What are his qualities? Weakness. Self-loathing. Those are his qualities. What are his achievements? Clearly nothing as he's showing how jealous and envious he is of the woman. There is nothing to respect here, ladies. So you shouldn't feel bad that you ain't respecting these clowns. They ain't got shit for you to respect. To reprogram women. No, you have to reprogram the man so that he will forcefully no. take what belongs to him because you know women, as long as we can get, we're going to get. And it's, 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 it's part of our business. Ladies, these dudes are unaware that the government, that the system has taken their hands off of society pretty much. And you are running around in your freedom. And in your freedom, you are showing who you truly are. You can't rise not because it's anybody else. It's because it's you. You your own worst enemy. And they still screaming the same thing. He's, the male is keeping himself down. But he can't see it because his biggest challenge is sex. His biggest challenge is sex and he can't seem to conquer sex. We're going to do anything to you that you let us, whether we want to or not. If you don't want to live on the level of income that I can afford you in love. You don't want to live on the level of income that I can afford you in love. I keep telling you, ladies, that these men, that men are incapable of love. But why do they keep focusing on love for you? 
because it is a manipulation tactic that they use to drain you of every bit of energy and life force that you have in you. They need to guilt trip you. They need to pull on some string to make you feel guilty and to make you feel sorry for them. So they play on this love card when they are very well aware that they are not capable of achieving such things. So what did he use? You want to live a certain life, but you don't want to live what I can, I can give you in love. You don't want to stop. You don't want to cut yourself down to come to my low level in love. This is what he's telling her. On the basis of that, you want to always be inspired to have all those things that's a part of the great middle class white American society. And so they have been manipulating black women for ages. You want to you wanna dream all of these good things. You want to have all of these good things that white folks got to make you feel like you ain't black because you want a decent life on this pla on planet Earth. So now he got to guilt trip you by using white supremacy to make you feel bad for wanting to live beyond struggle. They have been manipulating you for ages. And ain't no way in hell that we are in 2022 with all of this access to information and you can't see manipulation. Men rely on manipulation to get their needs met. He needs you to stick by him because he's incapable of achieving something. So he needs to drain you of your energy and he has to manipulate you in order to get you to buy in to sinking to a low level. And because I can deliver these things to you, you say that you are not a man. He don't feel like a man because he's incapable. And because he's incapable, he wants you to feel guilty for his inabilities. That ain't your responsibility, ladies. That is not your responsibility. And I'm going to free you from that responsibility. If he feel like he got to go overseas, let his ass walk. Let him walk to Mexico. Right. Give him a map. Right. Give him a book with a couple of Spanish phrases on it. Me llamo. Me llamo. Mean my name. Yeah. Say it, sir. Me llamo Tyrone. Right. You better ask him where the bathroom is. I'm going to give you a list of things. Right. Taxi. You know, give him a list so that he can function. OK. When you. Have his ass walk across the border to go get him a Hispanic wife since he think that's where his, his uh, savior is. Send him packing. Stop trying to hold on to something that's dragging you backwards. Why are you holding on to something that's pulling you down? Let him go be somebody else's problem. So back to Kobe Bryant. Back to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was in there 
practicing. And his teammates walk in 10 minutes before practice and they leave on time. And Kobe said, I'm an asshole to them because I do not trust them. I don't trust their work ethic. Why would I pass them the ball? Ladies, you putting in more work than these dudes. You putting in more work than these dudes. You doing overtime. You going to get your degrees that they say they don't care about. Why they don't care about it? Because they jealous and they envious of you, right? And every time you achieve, you shine light on their insecurities. You shine light on their deficiencies. So they need to cut you down at every chance that they get. But you out here starting businesses. You out here juggling being a single parent and still achieving more than they are without no kids or abandoning their kids, right? And with all this extra time on their hand, you still achieve more than they achieve with a damn child. Right. So I'm here to let you know, let them do whatever they want to do. Stop trying to stop trying to keep them. Thanks. You don't keep you don't you, you don't keep stray pets. Let them go. I want to show you something else. Ladies, I want to show you something else. Let me pull that up. I want you to see this. Look at this. Among black students in higher education, women are more likely than men to earn degrees. Black women get 64.1% of bachelor's degrees, 71.5% of master's degrees, and 65.9% of doctoral, medical, and dental degrees. Professional degrees, 65.9%. What am I telling you there, ladies? That you're putting in the goddamn work. You are putting in the work. And you should take on Kobe Bryant's mentality. Take on Kobe Bryant's mentality. Kobe Bryant say he ain't passing they ass the ball. Because he don't trust their work ethic. Why in the hell are you trusting men with your life? Why you trusting these men with your well-being? Why you trusting them with your peace of mind? Why you trusting them with your future and they ain't putting no goddamn work into themselves? That's what I want to know. Stop passing these dudes the damn ball. Because 66 years later, they still are in the same place. While you getting 65% of doctoral, medical, and dental motherfucking degrees. Why are you listening to these clowns? Why? That's my question. They ain't got shit for you to listen to. Right? And any chick trying to keep some penis, girl, you better let her have that shit. Because that's all he bringing with him. You bringing more than that. You worried about the wrong things. You worried about the wrong thing. Right? 
That's right. Do not put their names on deeds, credit, or anything. Let me tell you something. I had a so-called friend that I'm not friends with no more, right? I cut him off cold turkey once I realized he was trying to run some game on me, right? So I, y'all know I'm in the trucking thing, right? I do trucking. I drive trucks. And I was working at a, at a major company and things wasn't working out there no more. So I decided that the best way to fix my situation at the time so that I could take my child over the road with me was to become an owner operator, right? So I went and I started a business. I got my, you know, all of the stuff that I needed to start the trucking business or whatever. And when I ended up at the last trucking company, this guy was trying to sell some sell everybody on some bullshit, sell everybody a dream that he was trying to get owner operators and go turn over contracts or whatever to this contract that he had, right? Running that game. So I told him about it. At the, when I first, when the dude first told me about it, it sounded good, right? And so I already had my business information and shit, right? And so I told the dude about the so-called opportunity and you want to know what he say? You want to know what he came at me with? He looked at my paperwork and he going to say, why my name ain't on there? No, 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 no. I'm going to need you to put my name on there. I'd say, hold up on, boy. Why the fuck you think you need to have, my, have your name on my shit so you can benefit from my work? You think you pimping me, don't you? You think you running some type of pimp game and somewhere along the line you didn't thought I done bought it. So he got mad because I told him I wasn't putting his name. But you know why he probably thought he was pimping me? That he was running some game? Because motherfuckers try to take your kindness for weakness. They take your kindness for weakness. So I was helping him fix his credit, right? And so I got a couple of credit cards that I can add authorized users on and I was helping him fix his credit and I put his, I put him as an authorized user on four of my credit cards, right? So I guess in his mind, he thought he was running game on me, right? So when it came down to my business that I started, he going aggressively point at the shit and say, no, nah, you need to put my name on there. No, 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 uh-uh. You got the game twisted, homeboy. You got the game all the motherfucking way twisted. I'm not putting you on my shit because you think you finna sit up here and ride off of all the work that I'm doing and you just get paid for nothing just for, for what? For what? For what reason again? This that game. These guys look for women to roach on. They look for women to suck dry. They look for women to benefit from. Right? I got a book that I'm writing. It's a male psychology book. And I got 41 different types of men and what they use women for. Every single reason that a man is approaching you as a woman, it is not because he want to love you. Men are incapable of love. They do not have the capacity or capability to love you. So he ain't coming to you for that. Every reason that a dude is coming to you is because he wants to use you for something. And y'all don't even know that it's more than three types of motherfucking dudes. It's about 41 and counting. There's a reason just because it's not evident on the surface 
don't mean it ain't there, right? So tonight's show ain't going to be long and drawn out as you see because I'm getting right to the point. I ain't talk- tomorrow night, tomorrow night we're going to have Adrian on there, on here, and we're going to be discussing some stuff and we're going to see how that one go. That conversation should go a lot better than the previous conversations, right? So I'm going to open up the phone lines now. And if you are a power player, you a veteran power player, you done follow me to different platforms, right? I would love for you to call in. Oh, I told, I did say I was going to read this message that I was sent. Let me read the message first and then y'all can call in, right? This is, this is, this is a message someone sent me today. I get messages every day. But let me tell you what she said. She says, let's see. Okay. She, she, she says, she responded to something I said, and she says, I fully agree. I have never heard this stuff from your perspective, and it is really empowering. This controlling-ass Mexican man I've been married to for eight years has given me nothing but headache or heartache. Due to his antics, he took me from living in a five-bedroom house that I bought before he came into the picture in a nice neighborhood and driving a Cadillac to a one-bedroom apartment I rent and a fucking Ford F-150. If you have ever heard the story of the frog and boiling water, that's been my role in this marriage. Just slowly killing me little by little every day and just water under the bridge, everything. Like being mentally and physically abusive to me and saying, baby, I'm so sorry to the point I didn't even know who I was anymore. And don't even get me started on the constant bugging for sex and then treating me like shit and yelling constantly and slamming doors after telling me no like a little kid. Telling him no like a little kid because I feel like I'm betraying myself by allowing him to have or even touch my body after everything he does and says. Girl, I'm not dumb. I'm not a dumb woman. I'm retired from the Air Force after 22 years. I'm also working on my master's degree in forensic psychology. I was a supervisor in a prison. I still didn't see it for what it was and allowed this dumb fuck without a pot to piss in to control me. So when I say thank you for helping me find my inner strength and my voice by introducing this new perspective for me, I sincerely mean it. I get messages like that all the time. The reason why women find themselves in fucked up positions like that is because they've been brainwashed with patriarchy. They have been brainwashed to, to, to allow men to attach themselves to them because their value has been predicated on having a man. And in all of these different cultures that are run by patriarchy, this is what the reality is. When women free themselves of that thinking and see men for who they truly are at the core, the whole game changes. Now, I'm not interested in saving concubines and slaves. If they want to be concubines and slaves, by all means, you go be a concubine and a slave, right? 
I am a queen and I will I will send my dude to you. And I'm going to let you do all the cooking and cleaning. I'm going to let you do all the licking of the toes and whatever the hell else you do. I want you to break your damn back. I want you to slave. I want you to be a concubine because I'm not doing all that shit. And guess what? He going to use you for every ounce of energy you got. And then he going to come back chasing my ass. And I'm going to keep sending them right back to you. Right? I want you to be a slave. I want you to be a concubine. I'm not trying to save you. The only in women I'm interested in saving and elevating is the ones that want it. I'm not interested in convincing nobody of anything. So now the phone lines are open. If you got a story that you want to tell, come tell it. If you want to thank me for something, come thank me. If you got a question, call, ask, right? This is the most accessible I will ever be. Hello. Yeah, you can hear me? I can hear you. Who am I speaking with? It's Mike. Mike, you got a deep voice. Why are you trying to be all sexy like you're Barry White? What you, what, what, what you got, Mike? <laughs> I just want to say I'm, I'm going to let you um, put me on your platform. I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Empowering the women. I see where you're going, but I just want you to hear me, not listen to me, hear me out, and I ain't trying to change your mind, nobody on your platform, I ain't coming for that. Mm -hmm. But I just want to say one thing, I think it, it coincides with each other, and because for the simple fact, how do, how do this whole world run? Both a man, man built this whole world. I ain't never seen no woman build none of this. Mm -hmm. So... How could you ever say that? You riding in the car that a man made, you living in a house a man made, you know? So how could you say that? You come from a man. A man could produce all year round. You only could obviously only once a month. So if you make a man extinct, how do you come back into existence? So I, I, I wanna say that you don't have no truth behind it. I just wanna say I just don't agree with everything. You always need a man. Oh, I didn't say I didn't need you for slavery. Oh, I can pay you to do all that other stuff. I ain't got to love you, though. I ain't got to be in no, no relationship. You say we, you're no. saying like we going to be extinct. No. Because we trying to keep our resistance here. Oh, no, no, I understand no. What you, no, 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 no. I'm saying that we don't, as women, we don't need to be in relationships with y'all. See, y'all got yeah, to I'm do. Just, yeah, see, y'all got to do all that labor stuff, right? You got to do that because if you ain't doing that, what you going to do? Nothing. Under, right? Because I understand totally what you're saying. I, I, I understand the freedom you want and I respect that. That's what I want too, yo. You stand on your end, I stand on my end. That's cool. That's fine. You do what you do and I do what I do. That's how that's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. I ain't with the Abrahamic religion and all that neither. I, I think we, we, we all, I don't read no books. I read people. I don't use none of that. I don't go off that. So just don't ever think, I don't think you feel, you know, I think just the way you go on about it, I can't say that it's wrong because you spread your message how you spread it. That's why the people here. But I think you just, you know, take that more into consideration that we all feel together and that's what make love because a woman is more emotional. 
and a man is a thinker. So on everything you got outthink a man. Oh, I can outthink you, baby. Emotion. Oh, baby, I can nah. out. Oh, baby, I can outthink you. See, you that, outthink that, see, that's the thing right there. You all have a false reality and a bias against women that fuels your disrespect and your contempt for the value that a woman brings. And this idea that y'all don't have emotion, which is a lie, um, this you, don't. you do, right? And so if you read, listen, you've already Please. said that you don't read books. I need you to, let me give you my background. I know you, I don't know if you're still watching, but you see that stuff back? I didn't just print that shit out, okay? I didn't just print that shit out. I have a background in cell and molecular biology, sir, okay? So I took the I, I took a lot of science classes, um, biochemistry, physics, anatomy, physiology, genetics. I've taken all of these classes, sir. And the last thing that you should say is that y'all don't have emotions because that is a lie. Okay, so I'm going to have to pull out my little science of emotion book and I'm going to have to read how emotional you guys are. And these are facts. See, I don't. I don't want to start for what? Listen, science. Are you are you are you about to say that facts don't matter? Please don't tell me you finna say that science don't matter. No, what I'm saying is that is something somebody made up. That I, I, I don't no, know they how true is that, sir. You know, I'm that, not. Mike, I'm not, ahead, I'm, I'm not going to let you do that. I am not okay, about, I'm hold on, yeah, I'm not listen. about to let you discredit science and say that your feelings override. My feelings, I'm thinking, I'm no, using my head, you, I'm using my brain. If you are thinking and using your brain, then you cannot, mm -hmm. dis, you cannot discredit facts. You can't discredit brain scans. You can't discredit statistics. You can't discredit none of that. Because see, right. right now, you're talking about based on what you feel, right? Let me give you okay. the definition of feeling. Because it seems... See, I'm telling you, no, I'm, 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 I'm telling you based on what I think. Because certain things, like in a book, like if you have to do some instinct judgment right then and there, certain things a book can't teach you. Instinct so, is not... Are you telling me... Instinct just, is not just, fact. Mike. I'm just, I'm just, this, this, you can hear me one second, and I'm going to let you read your book. Just some things, all right, just say we come from, you know, like in, in a, in a urban environment. Certain things you can't teach that come out of that book, and that's science that, that, that deal with that. You know, you can, you, you can see a certain justice somebody make. Certain people might not know that that come from our community. And they can see that sign and know how to move from around that certain people don't understand that and know how to do that. So a book can't tell me nothing about my experience or for life or what I see in my everyday picture. But sir, that's, your, that's, that's, anec picture. that's anecdotal stuff that you feel, right? You Because you, you, everything that you're talking about, instinct that's feeling, right? All that stuff, I'm talking about fact, right? No, I say signs. Like, I see, like, you can see a sign. Like, somebody can make a gesture. That is a sign. Like, that's throwing a sign. Like, that you, you you can see that and catch that play and, and know how to move and work around it by you being in some of them urban areas. By some people that don't come from our area and vice versa. If they come from a suburban area, we might don't know their language and their lingo, how they move, you know, and you know, and the signs and the way they body language or they just how they move and we we can't catch on. 
Okay, so, what I want to know is, Mike, what is the relevance? What is the relevance of all this stuff? Because see, that ain't what I'm. What I'm saying is, all right. You saying that a man, a man is a thinker, and a woman have emotion. I feel like love to me that just true with poetry. You know, it's it's it's. Is is I don't think nobody know how to love, but how to love itself, and we care for people. That's how I feel. We love our children, we love ourselves, and we care for people. I don't think that's really that's a word. That's like it's it's like it's like it's like saying putting God in a physical like that's a word that can't be described. It's not an action. It's just it can be it's described like invisible it's like it's, it's just invisible to me it's like you know but you got your philosophy and i'm not trying to turn i'm not like i say i'm not trying to change your mind i'm just trying to get you to see a, a, another aspect of you know the way you can look at things because there's many ways that we could get to where we you know if you're saying there's love or you're saying that a man don't have love how he show love is, is, is levels you know like you say you feel like we do it on a, on, a, on a sexual level that's a way of love. We feel no. like some some people. Feel, Hell some, no. Listen, listen. All right, now check this out. All right, how many ways we could get we could get to somewhere? Now, you know you've been got doing many avenues. They got many avenues and many places where we can go to get somewhere. Sir, you know you've been running. You've been running the whole talk, and I ain't been able to okay. because I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell to start no more because you don't you don't you don't took so many <laughs> detours. I, I forgot to put Siri in here, right? You ain't recalculating, recalculating, Wait. recalculating, recalculating. Okay, you gonna have to. Re you ain't ready for me. We you think you gonna outthink me, but I'm not coming to Sir, you. Sir, I, I can outthink you, but I can't outtalk you, right? I, you you can outtalk me because usually I'm the talker and I'm the one that stop motherfuckers. You've been stopping me and I've been letting you. I can outthink you, but I can't outtalk you. That's for damn sure. What you been What you been smoking tonight? Mike, what you I ain't been smoking. You ain't been smoking. I know I've been shit. having some valid. Listen, listen, listen. You why ain't been you, having no, you, sir. You ain't had you, no valid why you points. Why me like that? You ain't had no valid points. Every time I got ready to talk about one of your points, you redirected and went somewhere else. I'm thinking we finna go to Walmart and then your ass is in Kmart. God damn, where we going? Oh, we go to Kmart. Now you heading over there to Family Dollar. You going all over the place. So I ain't been able to say shit. Okay, not because you. I don't have. A point is because every time I get ready to talk, you start skipping, hopping, and jumping to my loose. Skip to my motherfucking loose. Skip to my loo, my darling. I'm gonna let you have it tonight, though, because I gotta get to the next caller. <laughs> because you didn't see. Yeah, I know. You know what? You know I know because everybody else who called on that, you stopping them. No, no, because every time, no, no, because every time I get ready to say something, you change, you move the goalpost. See, that was beautiful night. You see, you about to cut me off. I am, cause I got to get to the next caller, cause we ain't gonna get nowhere with you. Thank you for calling, Mike. All right, I catch you another time. All right. What the hell was that, y'all? What was that? He started going into dimensions, and I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> Every time I get ready to say something, he go, he go somewhere else. I'm not finna chase no goddamn. I'm not finna chase no goddamn dog, running, running, running down the street without no goddamn leash. I'm not finna do that. Next caller.
Professor Einstein. You say he spoke facts. What was the facts that he spoke? That everybody can love? That love is in y'all dick, huh? Professor, why don't you dial the number? You so bold. You in the comments acting like you know some shit. Why don't you call the phone number, sir? Because your ass been in the comments section for the last two days. Unknown caller. This better be your ass. This better be you. Hello? Hey, uh, hello. Is this the right number? Yes. I'm assuming you calling in to the High Power Podcast to talk to Princella. Is that right? Absolutely. So I wanted to just say something about the last caller. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Genesis. I wanted to say, um, he said something about you can't outthink a man, but there's been studies by Northwestern um, um, University and various universities that actually state about the fact that even though a woman's brain is smaller than a man's brain, that the prefrontal cortex uh, is actually has more brain cells. We have more brain cells in our brain, and our brains are uh, function more efficiently than men's brains do. And actually, when it comes down to actual performance, there's studies that show that women, uh, that the girls and women outperform the the boys and the men in an academic setting. So I don't know what he's talking about. You can't outthink a man. They always they always come up with this thing where we're just I'm just speaking facts. But when it really comes down to it, it's just like there. You know, I mean, when you actually bring them the facts and then they want to change the subject to something else or try to talk circles around you, and it's ridiculous. Right. That's all he did. That's all he did. As soon as I start talking about the facts, he start talking about feelings and intuition, sir. Intuition is an emotion. It is a feeling, sir. And you talking about you got intuition and you don't read nothing. Like how you gonna outthink me and you don't read shit? He <laughs> just go by what's on the street. Whatever happened in the street. Right. You just go by what your instincts is and say, that's all I need to know is what my instincts tell me in the street level. Man, get the heck up out of here. You can't reason with people like that. You just you don't you don't even try to reason with them. You just let them you just let them fucking talk. That's all you do. Don't even try to reason with them. Right? Well, I have a question. I'm dealing with a dude. So mm-hmm. I had a guy that um like. Uh, you know, I like to, I like I work on work on websites and stuff like that. And he kind of came around out of nowhere. Like at first, he came around acting like he wanted me to do some work for him. Mm-hmm. But then he then he like out of the blue started saying something. Well, I heard that you were like this way. You were like the goat when it comes to you know some sexual things, right? And, I, and then he said that somebody told him this, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not like and initially like, we, we had this business relationship, but out of the blue he started to turn it into something that he wanted to like come at me in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. Now he has a girlfriend. I know he has a girlfriend, but he's trying to tell me, oh, m- oh well, me and her don't get along or whatever. But I, I still want to talk to you. So he started to call me every day and try to come around and try to come over my house in a, in, a, in the daytime. I guess when she's at work trying to come over and i'm like dude do you have something that you want to do do you and i'm just trying to think figure out like what do you think this guy's angle is like well it, de- it, it depends because it's not always sex they may come through the sexual portal but it typically be other shit right i would right. need i would need more 
information, but I'm going to tell you 100% what you can, you, you definitely know is that any man approaching you is approaching you because he wants something. It's just up to you to figure it out. And this is the reason why I'm coming out with my male psychology book that got 41 different types of men in there and what they approach and use women for. And I'll be able to describe and let you know exactly what it is that they're looking for, right? And I'll be able to give you their personality type. And based on the sliding scale, I'll let you know what type of person or appearance wise that they would go for right right mm -hmm. so and i do think that it is like something more than sex because he's that he does real estate and you know and you know i don't you know i'm, I'm pretty good with you know I, I make money you know what i'm saying i have all my own property i'm getting into real estate so he was acting like he wanted to do business and work with me at first mm -hmm. but then he's trying to bring the sex into it but then he has this girlfriend that he's like kind of like semi off and on like lives with baby mama whatever so I'm thinking to myself, like, what's your angle? Like, what are you trying to do? You got to ask more questions. You got to ask more. You got to leave. My boyfriend was saying something like, he, that she thinks that the girl would be down with him getting other, like, like that she might even go back to her, that she might be down with him, like, seeing other chicks and he can get down on the chicks, like, trying to, you know, for his, whatever, you know it, what I'm saying? It ain't, like, always, it ain't always that. Sometimes sex is the gateway for other stuff. It ain't always about sex. So... Typically, because men are motivated and they move off the energy of sex, right? Mm -hmm. All men want sex, but all men have other needs, pressing needs that vary in degrees and rank differently from man to man, right? Once a man mm -hmm. is through fucking you, clarity comes and now he, you're left with the other need and if you don't have anything that can fulfill that other pressing need he's gonna roll okay so there are a wide variety of different needs and this is the part that women don't get they really think that it's just sex based and shit like cooking and cleaning and ego stroking they think it's that basic it's a wide variety of needs it's a wide variety. So you, in order to know what it is that he wants, you would have to listen more than you fucking talk. You got to let that motherfucker spill the beans. Right. But I'm going to just tell you right now, what's your reason for even listening to this dude? Because you already know he wants something. Do you, do you have to work with him? Right. What is it? Uh, I I, w I was thinking that he might be able to help me to get another house, you know what I'm saying? So that was my initial thing anyway, because I was trying to get another house, do some real estate work, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He acted like he got the connects on the, on, the, on the ability to do that, but then he brought this, this sexual thing in the middle of it. I'm like, why, you know, why are you even going here with this? You and know see, what I'm saying? And that's why I'm making the queen make a community, because this is going to be woman, women's dominated Right. And I'm going to create a community. We have we got real estate. We got all kind of women that will be a part of this. And women have to go back to their nature of being communal. They have to go back to their nature and they have to support each other. The reason why women are blasting off because women support each other while men 
compete against each other. That's the nature, right? So women have to go back to that. You ain't got to deal with no man in no fucking real estate. It's all these, man, if he, if he making you feel uncomfortable, you ain't got to sit up here and figure out what the fuck he wants. You already know he coming at you sideways, drop his ass like a hot cake. You know how many women out here really doing real estate and really can help you? Man, you ain't get, it's too many, it's too many people out here doing this. You ain't got to sit up here and play games with somebody like that. He didn't already pimped his hand and showed you what it is. Leave him alone unless you have some type of interest in him. Nope, I don't. Move on. Move on. You don't you don't even need to waste your time with him. I wouldn't waste my time. You come at me sideways, I'm shutting the door. It's way too many people out here doing real estate for that. Right, and it's like you know, it's like a whole game you got to play, of floating and pretend like you like the guy just to get the the hookup or whatever. And I don't really feel like going through all that. Right, right, right. yeah. Make That's sure, well. make sure, huh? make sure. If have you read the book? Have you gotten the book? I got, I got two of them, but I haven't had time to read it. I'm gonna read it. Look, <laughs> you, can read, you can read, you can read, you can read that book in a day. I I sat down and I read it in an hour and a half yesterday. It ain't gonna take long, but you gotta you have to you gotta be willing to put it into your personal development because at the end of the day, this is this is gonna help you, help you, right? So, thank you so much, though. I, I appreciate your content, and I watch you all, I, I, and I turn other people onto your content. I appreciate. So shout it. Out. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. All right. Yeah. All right. Anybody, anybody else can call. Professor Einstein, bring your ass up here. You got a lot to say in the comments section, brother. If you ain't bold enough to come up to the platform, right? You ain't bold enough to get on the phone with the queen, then I'm going to need you to, to simmer down, sir. Simmer down. If y'all in the comments section, you got something to say, right? Hop up here and say it. What you think, what do you think about this stuff that we heard tonight? Really? 66 years in the making and it's still the same thing. No progress. I want y'all to understand that in the 80s, during the crack era, they took the industrial jobs out of the urban environments. What was the result? What was the result of them removing industry? What happened to the male? Men have no value if they don't have something to do. And what happened? They lost them. They lost their damn mind and they started smoking crack. What do you think is going to happen in the technology age? Because men do not think They want to remain animalistic. They do not want to elevate to the new way of being human. 
They want to remain animals. 66 years to pass and there is no progress in his mentality. We have gone from analog to digital and he's still in a primitive mentality. When these robots and AI start moving these dudes out and they start moving these basic jobs out and they start commissioning robots to do what men were doing, what is going to happen to men? What you think they gonna do? It's gonna be crack 2.0. It's gonna be crack 2.0. And now you have the time. This is you had a golden opportunity, ladies, to elevate yourself to a level that's beyond anything that you could have ever imagined. Stop focusing on them. Let them be where they want to be. Let them go where they want to go. It ain't your job to save them. It's a damn shame they talking about going to other planets and stuff and these dudes still talking about cooking and cleaning and submission. They primitive. Let pick me have her. Have him. Listen to me. Let Miss Pick Me have him. Let her submit. You shut your ears off to it. Because that's beneath you. Right? Peasantry is beneath you. They still on a peasant level. Right? If Miss Pick Me thinks she can take a man from me, baby, you can have him. I'm not going to fight you for him. Because nine times out of ten, he can't do nothing for me. You can have him. You got to know where your power lies. And let me tell you something. Your power don't lie in you chasing and begging no damn dude. Girl, don't let these men stop you from rising to the top. Do not let them stop you from being the cream of the crop. Bars. Of course, it's bogus to you, sir. Right? Because the last thing you want to want, want to happen is a bitch turning her back. Right? Last thing you want to happen is a bitch turning her back. Right? I don't care what you do. I'm just being honest with you. I don't care what you do. If you want to get a motherfucking passport, bye. Right? You want to go to another race of woman? Bye. I ain't trying to keep you. Everybody want to talk about, well, Priscilla, what you bring to the table? Nothing. I don't bring shit. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing for you. Chick up there talking about, I ain't got nothing but some pussy off you. I ain't got no pussy off you either. I ain't got shit for you. If it's up to me, your dick going to fall off. It's up to me, your dick going to fall off. All right? All right? Yes. I was listening to a podcast. Unknown caller. Hello. Hello. 
Hey, how you doing? Who am I speaking with? This is Hazel. Hey, how you doing? Am I on the online? Yes, ma'am, you are. I can't believe it. I have the hardest time getting your phone number. Oh, you couldn't see it on the screen? I was typing in the chat. I couldn't see the phone number. I was down so many numbers trying to get you. <laughs> well, I'm, no, I'm glad you finally got through. Me too. I just wanted to tell you, for the last three days, I've been watching your video. I found you, and you saved my life. You really saved my life. You just don't know. You just don't know what I've been through. Thank God, I thank God for you. Thank God for you. Oh my God. My husband, I signed my body in January. He wouldn't even let me cry. Since someone told him to divorce me, I was in that crazy car. Was it a call? It was horrible. <laughs> and uh, I was so depressed for so long. I've been to hell on God. He wanted me to pay attention to him, but he wouldn't let me grieve. <laughs> My son died January the 20th of this year. He was murdered. <laughs> and the people told him and almost stopped breathing that he didn't get another wife. Wow. He wanted me to pay attention to him. He didn't care. He didn't care. <laughs> and I just feel so used to the abuse. You know, so alone. <laughs> and I heard your video on Tuesday. I don't know how I came across it. But I've been watching you 24 7. I haven't even been asleep. You're cursed me so much. I've been contemplating suicide. I don't know what to do with myself. But you've been there. You're there. Thank God for you, sis. I'm good. I'm 61 years old. It's like I gave my whole life away. <laughs> You know, I'm sorry for crying. I'm sorry for crying. <laughs> but I thought I would be the right thing to raise up in the church. And the tears, you know, I'm like, I'm like bobbing off in my head. Because I was taught that to be married and to be chast and all that. They to take care of the man. He never took care of me. He never cared about that or anything. And when my baby died, I thought he was going to die. So no one cared if he didn't care about me. I just thank you. I thank God that I found you and you heard your voice. It was like it was a lifeline for me to hang on. I thank you. I'm thankful that you found me and I'm thankful that the creator gave me the voice to to do what I do because my mission is to save women like you. And I'm, oh, thank you. I'm so sorry that you, oh, you. <laughs> I am so sorry that you've had to go through what you have had to go through. 
Thank you so much for thanks you so much for giving me that that reassurance and um, I, I, my condolences to you and your son. I'm sorry for what happened there. Yeah. Okay, honey. I I just wanted to call and tell you that. No worries, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Blessings okay. to you. Thank you. You see. This why ain't nobody finna stop me from doing what the fuck I do. This why I don't give a fuck what these dudes talking about. Because they out here ruining motherfuckers' lives. They out here destroying these women with this patriarchal bullshit. Unknown caller. Yeah, miss me with the motherfucking shit. Thank you, Haley. Haiti, $10 to the cash app. Hello, who am I speaking with? This is Misty. Hey, sis, how you doing? I'm excellent. How you doing, Misty? Good. Uh, you remember who I am? I followed you a long time. We talked a lot mm -hmm. over the years. Um, but when I heard that sister, I just caught the live. And so when I called in and heard that sister like that, that broke my heart. I'm shaking right now. I'm shaking right now because I've been in that space this year. Mm -hmm. I was in a mental health hospital. I'm very transparent with mine. I just ain't ready to come back out on my platform right now. Mm -hmm. But I know when to move. And I just want to say to that sister, in all just listen. The first is that I want to thank you because I have watched you. We have dialogued, me and you have been into it, but it with with love though. It's always with love and learning from each other. So I first want to say I appreciate you. I appreciate your your growth. I appreciate the fact that you've taken time out to study and to bring this wealth of knowledge and information to women because it's definitely needed. But that sister that was just on the phone crying like that, I just want, I wanted to call in to give her some hope and some light and to know that she is not alone because I was in the mental health hospital mm -hmm. in March of this year and I have suffered from suicidal ideation since seventh grade. I've never attempted. I just lived a life wanting to die. Mm -hmm. And most times at the hands of people that are hurting me, men primarily. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm coming out of that. I'm healing. I still got a, a, a long way. I still have a long way to go. So I said no mics for me for a while until I'm healed. You know, but I just had to call in and say thank you. And to all the women that's listening at the sound of my voice, know that we have the power. We are powerful. And we allow ourselves to get in these relationships with broken men. 
and it's going to continue until you heal yourself until you can love yourself Mm. Self-love is the best love, sisters, because, and I'm a witness to that. I keep attracting broken men, and I'm like, why? I am a good woman. I am a good, I've been a good wife. You know, I've catered. I've done all that shit. Love don't live here no more. Mm. (laughs) I can't afford that right now. Mm. The only person I'm worried about loving is myself. And when you self-love, you will put yourself in a position of power where a man will never ever hurt you again. Mm-hmm. Some of us have to keep hitting that brick wall, but you're gonna keep attracting that bullshit when you lack self-love. I just want to tell my sisters: know yourself, see yourself, accept yourself, trust yourself, be yourself, honor yourself, appreciate yourself. And when you master all those things, you can master a healthy relationship with your own self and then other people. And until we do those things, we're going to find ourselves in a position of always hurting. I'm tired of women hurting. I'm tired of hearing my sisters cry. I'm tired of crying. Mm-hmm. We got to, Priscilla. I'm going to reach out to you, sis. I was telling another sis that follow you. I got to reach out to you on the, on the one-on-one, sis. But I thank God for you, man. I thank the ancestors for you. You are definitely you are definitely a blessing. You're touching so many women's lives. I've been watching all your stuff and going back catching up. I love you, sister. I'm going to support you. I'm trying to get the book. It was out last time I checked, but I'm going to get the book, both books. And I'm a, I'm a study. I'm a study. I'm your student for life because you have what it takes to help us heal as women. And I will stand behind you and support you whatever you need. But I'm going to teach you in the inbox, okay, sis? Yes. To my sisters, y'all be strong. Follow this sister. This sister got something to say. Thank you so and much. the truth. I love you, baby. You keep up the, the, the good work, okay? I'm going to reach out to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Peace and blessings. Thank you. Bye-bye. I know what I'm doing is divine. I know that what I'm doing is divine and it's ordained by a higher power. And that's why I don't listen to nobody tell me what to do or how to do. Because the creator made me exactly the way I'm supposed to be to do it exactly the way I'm doing it. I, when these men come here, they come here to get handled. They come here to get handled. Because this delusional shit that they pushing is destroying the lives of women and children. And they don't give a fuck. Because they only care about what a person can do for them. At your detriment I listened to This dude on the podcast He had a little clip Talking about I just love young women You know why I love young women Because they ain't had a lot of Relationship experience So you get more grace They give more grace Give more grace for what motherfucker Give more grace for what nigga For you to keep Fucking over them and they let you go and then you turn around and say that they hurt somebody hurt them when it was you nigga 
you so goddamn selfish you can't even let this woman grieve over her motherfucking child because you need her motherfucking attention I want women to know this game has been flipped on you it was never divinely meant to be motherfucking patriarchal patriarchy is an artificial system that is anti-nature it is anti-nature in sisterhoods women have always been the motherfucking core and they got you out here out of your nature sitting up here competing for something that's beneath you and this is why when women let me know that they in competition with me, I make it my motherfucking priority to use the man against you. I want you to let me know you will pick me. I want you to let me know that you in motherfucking competition with me. And I'm going to use that man that you want so bad to run you into the motherfucking ground. I'm going to drag the motherfucking patriarchy at you. I'm going to drag the patriarchy out of you. And I'm going to use this penis that you want so bad. And I'm going to use it to do it. Yes. You can't, you can't compete against with, you can't compete against me. Because I'm not in competition with you. And if you want this dude, oh, you can have him. But I'm going to make you work for him. I'm going to make you break your goddamn back. I'm going to make you break your back. I don't compete for men. Men ain't shit to compete for. Because they ain't nothing but stray dogs with no direction that's looking to roach off of any woman. You don't compete for that. That's a play toy. That's a puppy. These, these dudes out here destroying women's lives. And you sitting up here talking about that's my man, but you can have him. You can have him. The game is over. They really think, the sad thing is they really think that that nonsense that they talking is where the world is going, baby. You don't understand that the divine feminine is bringing her ass back here and she finna put you back in your divine place. That's why when old boy called, boy wouldn't let me talk. But you need us, you need us. We built the world, he ain't even got shit to say. Ain't even got shit to say. I don't need you for love, sir. I don't mind paying your motherfucking invoice. Get out there and cut that goddamn grass and stop trying to flirt with me. Get out there and cut that grass, do the motherfucking plumbing and bring the damn invoice to me. And half these motherfuckers talking about they built the world ain't built shit. How you how you know how to do how you do anything? You you a street nigga. You push dope, right? You push CDs. You ain't out here building nobody goddamn buildings. You ain't out here fucking building no cars and fixing no damn towers. You ain't doing that. But you wanna take credit 
You want to take credit for these other folks' labor and then turn around and talk about the white folks did this, that, and the other. You want to play both sides of the goddamn fence. Listen. Right? They say it ain't tricking if you got it, right? I got invoice money. And even if I didn't have it, I wouldn't mind admitting that I'm a trick for labor. I'm a labor trick, goddammit. I'm a labor trick. I trick money on labor. Right? That's right. I trick money on labor. I make it rain on that motherfucking lawnmower. I make it rain. Right? I make it rain on that damn dumpster, man. Take this motherfucker to the garbage can. There you go. Take this motherfucker to the garbage can. Yeah. I make it rain on the popo. I make it rain on the police. I make it rain on the fire firemen, sir. I pay taxes. Right? But love, you can't love me, sir. You ain't capable. You ain't motherfucking capable. You don't do nothing but bring motherfuckers heartache and shit. And you want to try to gaslight me to try to get in my head to make me to try to make me think I don't like my peace of mind. Bitch, you talking to yourself, ho. Yeah, you talking to yourself. I ain't got to clean up shit. I'm going to keep talking exactly the way I'm talking. And when you bring your ass here, I'm going to drag your ass. I'm going to intellectually drag your ass across that motherfucking carpet. Make sure your pants is all the way down. And I'm going to put burn marks on your motherfucking scrotum. Priscilla, this is Miss Andre. I know it feel like that, cause my words are fire and it's burning your goddamn soul. I know it feel like that. I don't give a fuck. Ain't nothing worse than a bitch that don't care. Ain't nothing worse than a bitch that don't care. Right? You want to try to make it seem like Priscilla. Don't nobody want to marry you. You see how pretty these titties are? Bitch, I know you're looking at them. You see that? Use a motherfucking lie. Use a goddamn lie that your dick ain't hard. You lying ass. Don't no man won't. Tell that shit to somebody else. Right? Tell that shit to somebody else. Who else want to call? You can just call just to say your piece, right? You can just call to say your piece, right? Right? The motherfucker know he want to get in this, right? <laughs> Bitch, you old, <laughs> right? You want some of this old pussy, though, don't you? <laughs> Shit. Your mouth, I know what your mouth say, but I know how that motherfucking brain of yours works, sir. I know how that brain works, sir. And ain't nothing like a, a sexy bitch rejecting your ass, huh? Mm-hmm. Make it seem like a challenge, huh? Just the idea. I know how your motherfucking brain works, sir. 
tell that bullshit to somebody else. I want to hear from you, ladies. My daughter is in there having herself a ball, right? I love it, y'all. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because you know what? It took me a long Unknown time caller. Hey, who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Shay. How you doing? Hey, Shay. How you doing? I'm excellent. Oh, turn your turn your uh your, your thing down. Okay. So I was calling because it's a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you. First, I want to say I love you, and um, like a lot of women, I found you at the perfect time. It was kind of a little too late, but it's never too late. I'll say that. But I wanted to call you because I thought it was interesting. One of the dudes that you had on your podcast, I want to say his name is Ken Williams. Yes. He had an interesting um, show that he did. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting because he was talking about how he hated the beautiful women. Mm -hmm. And he hated the beautiful women because he felt like their power was their beauty. Right. And he broke it down to a science. It was like, the one thing that you can do to a beautiful woman is stress her out. And when you stress her out, she's going to lose her beauty, basically, because she's going to become stressed out, hormonal. Her weight's going to fluctuate. She's going to lose hair, blase, blase. And he was just talking about how he used to literally, you know, reel them in, you know, sweep them off their feet, have sex with them. And then literally just drop them, you know, like, and start treating them really bad and stuff like that because of the fact he felt like he was taking the power back from these beautiful women by breaking their hearts, long story short. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to tell you, like, the stuff that you be saying, even though men try to say that it's not true, it's very true. They show it in different ways, mm -hmm. you know. And I was dealing with a guy that I thought, Love me, but he turned out to be a hobo. One, what you said, a hobo sexual. Yeah, hobo the one sexual. who just yeah. He came with a job, and then soon after we started doing the courting situation and living together, all of a sudden the money got funny, and everything that he said that he was, it became very elusive. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. it just disappeared and dissipated, and all he can give me was. I'm expecting too much from him. And the pressure that I was giving him was not fair because somewhere along the lines, I should be grateful. But at least he's faithful and he don't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. See, men play on your need for love. They know they're not capable of it. They know that they have jealousy and envy for you. And let me tell you something. Even if you wanted to quantify love as a fucking emotion, even if you wanted to do that, love, light and dark cannot occupy the same space. Even if love was an emotion, it cannot exist in the same space of jealousy, envy, and contentment. These men are not 
capable of loving y'all. And when you realize that, the games that they play will come to a screeching halt. They won't be able to do it no more because you'll already know why the fuck he's around. And none of these other games that they play will work. See, I have... The book just lets you know that it's five components. That's all the book lets you know. Let you see that there's five components. But the workshop that I'm putting together that I used to do on TikTok, which I'm glad I'm not doing it over there no more. Um, this breaks this five components down and ties it in to male psychology and male behavior to show you how incapable they are of meeting it, meeting this level of love, and it it pierces the veil of deception. You'll be able to peep their intentions. It's a cold-blooded thing. That shit that y'all going through right there, that shit gonna come to a screeching halt because that's all they do. These guys, like I just showed y'all with the video, Kobe Bryant didn't even trust his own teammates. And this is the NBA. These are guys who made it to the fucking NBA and they are lazy on that level. So they just want to roach up on, they put in enough energy to get to a place, then they become complacent. And then they rely on manipulation through the love card to cement you in to the shit. They have to figure out how to get to you. Once they get through you, they use sex as a manipulative device. They don't fuck you to love you. A lot of them don't even fuck you because they like you. They use sex as a manipulative card to cement you once you let them into your space. Mm. Y'all got to learn the game. You got to learn who they are. The first thing that you do is stop listening to their motherfucking ass. Yeah, because you know it's crazy because right after, like right when he left, all the situation was going on with Roe versus Wade. My baby is going to be eight, so like literally, I have not. I have one child, and now I have another one on the way. And right when he left, Roe versus Wade was passing by and everything. And literally, I found out I'm pregnant right after they changed the laws in Texas, and you know, no more abortions, blah blah blah. And he ghosts me, like ghosts me for like almost two months. And then he pops up and he's like, oh yeah, we're trying to have a casual conversation. But then he slips in at the end like, oh, but I need your help with X, Y, Z. At that point, I had already discovered you. So I was just like, you get no playtime for me. My friends think that I'm wrong because they're like, well, you shouldn't have a baby, blah, 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 blah. So you need to, you know, make sure you have some type of relationship with him. And I just feel like personally, I want to make it by myself because I feel like he knew somewhere along the lines that I was pregnant. 
and I kind of was like in between a maybe it's possible, but it might not be possible situation. And he chose to leave, and he chose to stay gone for several months at a time, even after I told him that I was pregnant, and he just ghosted me. These and men try to get you pregnant about- on purpose. I need y'all to understand it. That is another tactic. Men try to intentionally impregnate you. Once they figure that you are, that is exactly what the fuck they do. Right. And that's what I meant to tell the other girl that had called me on the last show when she said that she couldn't have a kid and he was throwing it up in her face. Right. Yeah. The reason he was throwing it up in her face because he was trying to get her pregnant because that was the game that he was going to get ready to play. He was going to trap her with that child. Right. Right. This is how you protect yourself from having kids because you have to learn male psychology and you have to know that these men are not capable of love. You got to know that because these men use all of these tactics to trap you or to sabotage your life because they are riddled with jealousy, envy and contentment for women. Yeah. That's very true. That's very true. And I'm not trying to hold you, but I do have one more topic that I want to talk to you about. Especially since you made the comment about the um, the competition that women try to have in their mind. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of the, the toxic, um, I know a lot of women try to do like the fake, um, I don't know what they call them, where they make the scenarios of women looking at their men and then they don't want their men to punch the women and do all this overly um, abuse and stuff to other women because they're not around and they feel like that makes them feel secure within their self some kind of way by their men abuse, being abusive basically to women who try to talk to them outside of their presence mm-hmm. or um, the other one where the dudes is basically like oh yeah a woman can't have a high um, sex or high body count because she always has to be emotionally attached and then bringing dinner tells the group, she says, that's a lie because I don't have to be emotionally attached to nobody, especially if I know that what I'm doing is for me and not for you. And then he tells her, basically like, oh, because you are, because you're hoe. That's why you're not emotionally attached. And there's no way that a woman can have sex with men and not be emotionally attached. Mm-hmm. And I'm just listening to them. I'm like, y'all swear y'all know us better than we know ourselves. Yeah, that's just something. Because literally, that's just that's just manipulation. I'm, that's all. Yeah, because I'm like, if I'm literally telling myself, oh, I'm going to be celibate for six months, and I just have an itch, but now I have discovered toys, so you know, I'm sitting down somewhere, especially because I'm pregnant now. But that's how I used to be. I used to be like, okay, I'm going to celibate for six months, and then I'm just going to satisfy myself and just shutter myself. Like that was my mindset. Maybe it was back since at the time. But I was just like, I'm going to satisfy myself and go pull one. And then I'm going to do what I want to do. And there is no emotional attachment to it. And then I guess that was just something I developed over time after having my heart broken. And then just getting tired of actually trying to pursue relationships. And then I started pursuing a career. Mm-hmm. And my mom, for the longest, she would tell me, that's wrong. Don't do that. You can always, you can have both. And I'm just like, if you really think about it. If you focus, if I was going to focus on the career when I was younger, a lot of my issues I would not have actually really had. Right. So, 
being that I found you, and I'm like, I'm glad that I found you because I'm like, now I can actually feel secure in some of the things that I mentally was thinking to myself about men personally because I was just like, when you have the when you when you can secure yourself, there is not shit that nobody can do to you or take from you when you know who you are in your position. But if I give my power to you because I want to satisfy your needs to make me feel secure within myself, I'm going to lose every time. Yep. You will. You will. And like I keep telling people, if you are looking for a relationship, you are looking for somebody to meet your needs for free. People who are looking for relationships are looking for free fulfillment. And they use the idea of love, the love card, to get them done for free. And men are chronic relationship um, seekers. When women stop prioritizing relationships, you about to see, thank you, Nelly, $10 to the uh, super, super chat, she say, pair character bowing down saying thank you thank you and uh let me check out these cash apps hold on just a second let me speak them out loud all of the cash apps uh tasha alex thank you hazel jones miss pruitt uh uh and haiti Kristen hooker and tasha thank y'all all for uh the cash apps right when women stop prioritizing relationships because, ladies, you are the fucking value. These dudes are not the value. They don't have shit. They don't have nothing but motherfucking penis. Y'all are y'all got the jobs. You got the credit. You got the fucking house. It's always them laying up in your shit. It's your car. It's all. It's your pussy. It's you. You are the fucking value. <laughs> right? And when yeah. you start rejecting relationships because you realize that you the value, these motherfuckers going to start throwing out marriage proposals, flowers, rings, and all kind of shit. But you don't want that because you're not doing it to get that. You're not doing right. it to get a dude to marry you. You ain't doing it to get a ring thrown at you. You ain't doing it to get shit. You are doing it because you're trying to fulfill yourself and become the best version of you that you could ever become outside of him. Yes, Priscilla, period. And I just want to thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to say I love you. I love the people in the chat. They are amazing. Besides the professor guy, he was just such an a-hole. Oh, I blocked him. Oh, thank you. And to the lady who lost her son, you know, I, can, I can't even imagine, you know, and I can't even say that I feel her pain, but I just hope that she receives the blessings and the healing that she needs, you know, to get through whatever it is that she's going through. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Let me call that number back.
TV. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? You up, you out here in Houston? You in Houston? Yes, ma'am. Good. I was so excited to find an H town. Yes, native. Yes, ma'am. It's Priscilla. OMG. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know what? I just wanted to call and speak to you, and I, I thank you for your spirit and your encouragement. But I just wanted to speak uh, to the ladies. Right? Can we be excited for this platform? I'm, I'm hearing, you know, a lot of. Uh, sadness and, and, and you know, things that we've been through, but we need to really elevate this this this, this podcast. It's called the Healing, the Higher Power one, right? It's the High Power Podcast. The Higher Power Podcast, absolutely. And we, we want to approach it with, with the high mindset all the time, right? Just enter this room from Miss Priscilla with with just 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 excitement and and just energy up our feminine, right? Shining on these dudes. Elena's booth. I mean, just with all our energy, the love that we do for this, right? Let us teach and, and just, oh, God. I love this, Miss Priscilla. Now, I hit your cash a few weeks ago. I meant to call you and actually to get it, okay? My name is Mrs. Love. Okay, I'll check it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, did, did, I you, is that your TV this. in the background? Can you turn it down? Oh, Lord, I thought I hit the mute. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I know I'm a. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. I can. Sure. I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just hearing there's a lot of sadness and women going through a lot of things. But this is the high power podcast. It's specifically created this to empower us and educate us and, and just all these educational tools and resources. I'm about to buy buy a book. I, I love that. Um, I even told my therapist about you know, ladies, nothing wrong with this mental health. I heard that young woman, I feel her pain. Who lost her son going through it with her, with her, with her husband? I'm not sure if she's sick, uh, uh, of mental health. I'm nowhere, no professional, but I've used it, I've experienced it, and it helps. Even if you uh, want to try medication, don't be against these things that's been created to help us, uh, uh, uh be cool with our emotions and get to know us and all this self-care that's available all these uh, information and resources and tools we have to use this you guys just actually use it right mm-hmm. and just appreciate it right and i don't want this to be a platform for you miss priscilla where we call and just cry you understand <laughs> what i'm saying well i want it's i want this to be a safe haven for women to express <laughs> themselves and whatever emotion that it is I want them to be allowed to because this is a place of healing. This is a place where you can come to rejuvenate and rebuild yourself, right? I'm going to shield these women from the outside world. When you come here, you can you know that I'm on your side. And all of the shit that you've been dealing with with men, you know that if they come on my motherfucking platform, I'm going to vindicate you because I'm going to drag them through the dust as intellectually as possible, right? Yes. (laughs) That's just, you know, so whatever they get out of it, I want them to be able to experience it, right? I want them to, I want to be able to make a place, right, where we can come and connect, right? Like you in Houston, right? We should meet up, right? Because um, I'm in Houston, obviously. Uh, Absolutely. You know what I mean? So this is not just me being on the screen. I want to be able to create 
unions and places where women can truly be, uh, make connections with each other. But they have to be in an organic place in the true way. I have I got to make sure that you ain't riddled with no motherfucking patriarchy, right? So that way before we start I'm going to create levels that women have to go through before they can like start really meeting up with and because we need to make sure that this is genuine. All that com- all that competition and fighting over me. I mean, I'm not finna deal with Nam chick fucking around being jealous behind no goddamn dude because it is women that build each other up right it is so we need to work with each other right and uplift each other in business in health in everything you don't need no man for that Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to reach out to you more, share more of my story, and if I can encourage and even offer a, a segment or something, just to break down some stuff. Now, I, I've been out there on the national platform with a whole bunch of foolishness. I mean, I will allow you to use it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back in touch with you, Ms. Priscilla, to use it and just use it as, as a teaching method uh, of, of, of how you look when you're crazy and when you're down, when you're dumb, and when you flourish and when you rise. Sometimes we just need example, right? Right. Uh, to, to show, right? And that's what it's about. If I can really try to get close to you and become a tool, right? Not just a call and preach and say I'm better than I'm better. No, no, no. I definitely been through some things for sure, right? Definitely got a lot of pain and fire in my soul for sure um so i would love to connect with you and, and build something to support and add to your platform and, and to your whole brand to help those you know who's calling and, and have those issues to just stay in that positive mindset uh we just got to stay busy uh, as women right uh fuck these niggas right you got kids you got all kind of shit you got doing you know you need to learn how to cook you know i'm over here trying to paint some shit so, yeah. right, it, it's so many things that we, we can get into in our, our creative side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just need to, you know, worry about the wrong shit, right? Mm-hmm. So we right, got to keep our eyes set on what we need to focus on, right? Our family, um, just things that's necessary. They just, that need to know, they just need to know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. See, that's yeah. the thing. They just never knew that it was okay because they've been indoctrinated with patriarchal philosophy that has predicated their value on a man being attached to them that they needed one so they they grew up with all of these holes and they have been programmed to go seek fulfillment from a man so all they need to do all they need to know is that it's okay to turn into the self that it's not selfish that is that you're not going against god and all of that stuff all they need to do is be deprogrammed that's all Please, please. I was, oh my God, I was raised by the last dying breed, thank God. I don't think I'll find a traditional man, like, uh, thank God my dad came from that era. Mm-hmm. The 40s, right? The late, the late 40s and 50s with me who knew how to provide for their women, gave them the whole check. You were in a household, all that shit, where I come from. Right. You know, that was my vision of, of, of the family. So when I thought I could have that, that didn't exist. Right. Um, in in the marriage that I once had, mm-hmm. um, we just couldn't find a uh, just a foundation, right? Some men just don't know how to create that foundation of a marriage, right? Uh, we don't go into asking the right questions and getting to know the real deeper root to be married. First of all, it's really deeper than just saying, "Yeah, we together, we've been together all this time." 
Now this is a business. This is everything. I need to know you're gonna be here with me through life, through death. You understand? Right. Like can I trust you with it all? Mm-hmm. You understand? Like you know, talking about this respect. I think trust is higher than that. Well, I I think so too. And all of these are emotions, right? They're all emotions, right? So emotions you can't control them you can't manufacture emotions they have to they have to be generated through organic means right so when we talk about love love ain't an emotion which is the highest thing because it requires self-discipline to reach it requires self-control there's a lot of work that goes into loving someone and there's a lot of resistance that goes into loving someone so love is the highest form of energy or interaction that you could have with anybody and the majority mm-hmm. of people will never reach that so a lot when it comes to men they won't respect for nothing and they too stupid to realize that Respect is an emotion that you have to generate through your achievements, your abilities, and your qualities. And they don't want to have shit. They they just, I don't even, this is why I don't even talk to men. You can't, you can't reason with them. They, they ain't even, they are, they're, they're not even worth your time. That is the reason why this thing, boys will be boys. Because men know themselves and they know that you waste an effort on trying to deal with them and cultivate them in any fucking way. Boys will be boys. Let them be. As long as they ain't harming you and your humanity. Absolutely. Sometimes it takes us a long time to understand it, but I thank you for your education and your platform to make it awareness a little bit easier for us to understand, right? And get to that point of self-care for ourselves and love for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just want to highlight at you and thank you for your time and just everything. But I'm, I'm going to really get back with you. You got your uh, email up here as well in your description on your thing. I need to get your email Miss Princella. I'll put it in there. It's not there yet, but it's Princella at Princella the Queenmaker.com. Princella at Princella the Queenmaker.com. Okay. And I go by Miss Love for a reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yes, thank- ma'am. All right. Thank yes, you. ma'am. I will. Yes, ma'am. We will be in touch. Okay. I was definitely serious about my word. I hope you ladies have a great night and take care. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. It's a beautiful thing when all of these ladies call in. It is a beautiful thing. Adrian McKinney, $10 to the Cash App. Tasha Alex, $10 to the Cash App. Hazel Jones, $20 to the Cash App. Pruitt, $20. Haiti, $10. Kristen Hooker, $20. Tisha, $10. I mean, $20. Thank you. Thank all of you. Right, y'all, y'all, y'all be showing up and showing out. And for those new people or people who ain't never seen me before, I got a concept called the five components of love. I got philosophy over here. See, a lot of people tell you what to do, but they don't tell you how to do. A lot of people say, 
you need to know your worth. You need to love yourself. But they don't tell you how to do these things. They can't show you your worth. They can't show you how to love yourself. They don't even know what love is to even tell you, right? I'm not the person that's going to tell you what to do. I'm going to show you what to see. And when I show you what to see, you going to automatically know what to do, right? It's about making you see something. And these other people can't make you see it, right? And they don't have the ability to break it down for you, to educate you on how, but I do. The majority of people do not know what love is, right? They don't know what love is. 99% of the people in the world and I make a tall order when I say the world. 99% of the people of the world don't know what love is. But the creator has blessed me with an eye. And I was gifted to be able to discover that. And I have broken it down into five components. Love is a whole concept called the five components of love and all five components must be in play in succession for you to say that love exists many people who've read my book had to come to the conclusion that they never been loved and they never actually loved like they thought they did if you want clarity on this concept to change your mind because it is this concept that will change the minds and the lives of women forever you can get that book at princellathequeenmaker.com princellathequeenmaker.com now this book only lets you know that there are five components you will begin to see that love is something deeper that you weren't ready for but then I'm going to be putting together a workshop in this workshop, I used to do it on TikTok. And I know because I've done it a few times, so I know how effective it is, right? And so for those who got a chance to see it for a donation, you were blessed. You were blessed. I know how powerful my workshop is. It is a four-hour workshop where I break down the five components but the way that I break this down is I get you to see that you don't know what love is and I break you down to make you admit and come to the conclusion yourself I don't force it on you I make you come to the conclusion yourself and once I break you down to your knees and your ankles to see that you don't know what love is then I teach you and your mind is changed and blown forever. And based on this concept, this concept is why I say men are incapable of love. Now, I want to show you something. One day I, ran, I was looking for something on the internet and somehow I ran across this dating coach who is a man and I want to show you what he says. I'm going to pull up his website 
let me let me find it real quick. Uh oh. Give me just a second, y'all. Well, let's see. I'm going to have to... Because now I can't find his website. I don't even know where the hell it is. Let me see. I'm going to try it in the search bar. Maybe, I don't know if I'm spelling his name right. But, uh, my Google tripping. I'll find it another day. I'll find it another day because I ain't got time to be doing all this searching, right? But his name was Evan, Evan Merkatz. And he has a dating site or where he teaches women or he, he's a dating coach for women. And he had an article that he wrote and he said 65% of men are incapable of being good partners. Now that comes out of his mouth. He says 65% of men are incapable of being good partners. Now, I said that men are incapable of love before I ran across his shit. So for me to run across his shit and he say that they incapable of being good partners and I say they incapable of being love, uh, being uh, to love, there must be some congruent truth in the male psychology, how the brain is wired that prevents them from reaching certain levels, right? It prevents them from reaching certain levels. And how I explain to my ladies is this. You do not get upset at your two-month-old baby for peeing and poo-pooing on themselves. Right? Why? Because you... Accept the reality that your two-month-old baby is incapable of controlling his bodily functions. 
Since that baby is incapable of controlling its bodily functions, you do not expect them to. Therefore, you do not experience emotional spikes. But when you expect your seven-year-old to, and he doesn't, you experience emotional spikes. So what am I telling you? I am telling you that your emotional investment and your disappointment comes in your lack of understanding that men are incapable of love. When you see that they are not capable, you no longer invest energy and expectation into them for them to let you down, right? That's what happens. You have a belief that men can do something that they cannot do. And you hope that they will one day do it. And you drain yourself by investing all of that on something as flimsy and non-concrete as hope. All right. Press Play says, my son is raised to understand women and men as best as I can. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Press Play is a man or a woman. Yes, Evan Mark Katz. That's what it, that's why. It's Evan Mark Katz. That's what it is, JD. Evan Mark Katz. I knew it was something like that. I don't know why I couldn't find his dang name. There it is. Thank you. Thank you, JD. Let me let me put it up here. For everybody to see. A good man this is this is his dating, this is his coaching, right? A good man is hard to find. A good man is hard to find, ladies. This is coming from a man. Only 35% of men are emotionally intelligent. If this was a blog for men, I would spend a whole lot, of, a whole lot more time talking about how men need to change. But since this is a blog for women, usually my focus is on women's blind spots, what they can learn, how they can understand men and take responsibility for their peace in all of the relationships. Today, we're going to turn the tables and talk about one thing men really suck at, de-escalating conflict. Now, to be clear, there is a lot of complaining, nagging, attacking on the part of the fairer sex. 
a behavior that Dr. Jamie turned off ably outlined in her seminal book, Kiss Your Fights Goodbye. In short, if you attack your male partner, it's either fight or flight. He's either going to push back or pull away from the conflict. In it, he talks about how insensitive men trigger their wives by increasing the negativity in a conflict instead of attempting to listen. Now, if you've been on my show for the last three shows, you see that these men do not attempt to listen. You have witnessed them go into fight or flight mode on my show. You have seen this with your own eyes. Do not ignore what you see. And each one of these dudes think that they are the exception to the rule and they are actually the rule. Right? He talks about how insensitive men trigger their wives by increasing the negativity in a conflict instead of attempting to listen, validate, and calm things down. It's not terribly surprising, but for many couples, failure to de-escalate is like throwing a match onto a pile of kindling. Things blow up fast and get out of control. The typical male response to female input you are not the boss of me, is not the way women operate. Women actually take others' opinions into account, which is the reason why women need to be in control. Women need to be the leaders. Women need to be the forefront because only she has the power to level the playing field. The male does not. Okay? Women actually take others' opinions into account. The irony is that couples would be happier if men allowed their wives' opinions to matter more. The problem is that only 35% of men are emotionally intelligent, which leaves the majority of men to be poor partners for women to select from. The majority of men, like I told old boy, are not qualified to be in anybody's relationship. So women can't just choose better. Telling women to keep telling all women to choose better. Who the hell they gonna choose if only thirty five percent of men are emotionally intelligent? Huh? Huh? Shut the hell up, sir. You ever wonder why I tell women to be the CEO and treat men like interns? This is a male. Teaching women. He says, you ever wonder why I tell women to be the CEO and treat men like interns? That's why 65% of guys are incapable of being good partners. The key word that he used was incapable, and the key word that I use is incapable. They can't do it, y'all. 
The husband who lacks emotional intelligence rejects his wife's influence because he fears a loss of power. How many times have I told y'all that, ladies? This dude literally says the exact same thing that I have been telling you, right? And because he is unwilling to accept influence, he will not be influential. The emotionally intelligent husband is interested in his wife's emotions because he honors and respects her. The average black male can't do it because he's so caught up in being seen as a simp, which is the reason why you have to discard the idea of even dealing with black men, black ladies. You gotta, you, you, you gotta, you gotta get rid of the idea of even dealing with black men altogether because they are too caught up in a bunch of stuff. They are caught up in being simps and they are caught up in victimhood. Black men are not good partners to even think about getting in relationships with. Right? So whoever they want to go to, girl, you let him go where because he's going to be a problem and a burden to anybody that he go deal with. With the exception of a white woman, depending on which one she is, because she'll be able to hold the reins because he worships her. So she'll be able to have more influence over a black male than you will. Because she got white power. And she could put that nigga on his knees. And I, and since I ain't in competition with no one, I want Becky to put him on his knees. Take him for everything he got, Becky. And make that nigga suck your toes, Becky. Tell him to lick his tongue out and lick the bottom of your feet. All right? When she needs to talk, oh, the emotionally intelligent husband is interested in his wife's emotions because he honors her and respects her. While this man may not express his emotions in the same way his wife does, he will learn how to better connect with her. When she needs to talk, He'll turn off the football game and listen. He will pick we over me. He will understand his wife's inner world, continue to admire her, and communicate his respect by turning towards her. His relationship, sex life, and overall joy will be far greater than the man who lacks emotional intelligence. We can go on and on about how women need to be more patient, sensitive, understanding, easygoing, and supportive of their partners. It's true. But if anybody needs to take this advice to heart twice as much, it's men. That is Evan Mark Katz. He's saying the same shit that I'm saying. That's right, I do too. 
I do too, LH. I support them for wherever the hell they want to go. Right? You know? So, that's where we at, ladies. There is truth, a whole lot of it, in what I am saying. And the universe, the creator, wants you to have this message. They want you, it wants you to see. Right? PrinceellaTheQueenMaker.com If you have not gotten your workbook book and all that stuff, I got coaching. You can sign up with coaching and all of that. I'm working on creating this um, or repackaging the course. Right now, if you get everything, it's going to be about $300. When I finish repackaging it, and re the price is going to go up a little bit. And I'm going to bundle everything together. And then I'm going to make the workshop a part of that, right, course. And if you get everything in a bundle, obviously you're going to get it at a discounted rate. If, I have, if you buy them separately, of course it's going to be a little bit more expensive buying them separately but you know that's how that's gonna go um let me take two more callers two more callers call in and uh give 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 us a word give us a word and then i'm gonna let y'all go to sleep i know it's sad i know we just went into saturday we just went into saturday while i'm waiting on somebody to call i want to read oh let me so y'all can see my face again. While I'm waiting on somebody to call, I want to read something to you. This is Aesop's Fables, right? This is Aesop's Fables. And Aesop's Fables is a, um, it personifies nature. It personifies nature. And it always has a moral of the story. So I'm, I'm also working on a book club. We're going to be doing a book club. And we're going to read all of these books that I have. We're going to have assignments because I am going to make sure that you are very well equipped to go out into this world in your new queen uniform, your new queen mind. We're going to have shirts. We're going to have a whole thing, high power podcast. We're going to turn this into some type of sorority so we got a I got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline for us to be a union unity right and it's something that we can be proud of being a part of and everything that we're doing is for us it is not predicated on a man's existence boys will be boys and we gonna let his ass exist we're not trying to save him but fable number 27 This is one that you all are familiar with It is the wolf in sheep's clothing The wolf in sheep's clothing Predator A predator In praise clothing A wolf resolved to disguise himself 
in order that he might prey upon a flock of sheep without fear of detection. The flock of sheep is women, our group. And the predator is the man who wants to invite himself on my platform to pretend that he's the good guy. So he comes here with a smile on his face. He comes here with the vocal cords and the words of a charlatan to tell you that he ain't like everybody else as they all do. All men ain't the same, he says. Or all men ain't the same, he claims, right? As he proceeds to be the same. As you've seen on previous shows that I have done, right? They come here with sheep's clothing on. So he clothed himself in a sheepskin and slipped among the sheep when they were out at pasture. He completely deceived the shepherd. And when the flock was pinned for the night, he was shut in with the rest. But that very night, as it happened, the shepherd requiring a supply of mutton for the table laid hands on the wolf in mistake for a sheep and killed him with his knife on the spot. I don't get these dudes by mistake. I intentionally get them because they don't deceive me with their clothing. I see straight through them. And I take them and I slay them in front of the world, in front of everybody. I want everybody to see it. But a predator is always going to find a way to encroach upon a perceived prey. Ladies, you must realize that in a man's eyes, you are prey. You are not a goddess. You are not a woman. You are not a human being with thoughts, feelings, dreams, and aspirations. You are prey in this dog-eat-dog -dog world. And you must recognize that you are in a dog-eat-dog -dog world. And you must clothe yourself and become aware of that so you can operate in it when you are in it and then when you are in your safe space then you let your hair down but as long as you are amongst the gamers you need to know how to game right as long as you are amongst the gamers you need to know how to game and I teach women how to game because my philosophy over here at the high power podcast is love yourself and play with men because men are incapable of love. If you have any final words that you want to say, ring 
the line, 832-627-6575. Hey, how we doing? Oh, hey, Princella. Who I'm talking to? This is Nelly. Hey, Nelly, how you doing? Thank you for calling hey, Princella. in. Yes. So, I just wanted to say thank you so much um, for everything that you have been putting out there. And I kind of wanted to let you know about my journey mm-hmm. since the first time that I heard you in July. Yes. So, when I first heard you and you were telling us about you know, the five components of love and how to kind of take the mask down off of these guys. I was like shocked. My heart was just like, oh my God, I can't believe she's saying it. Mm-hmm. Because I know I felt it, you know, but I just couldn't understand it because no one could really tell me. And I just always felt like someone was dropping the ball. Like, how come no one can explain this to me? So the way that you're going about things and the way that you're explaining it to us, it's perfect. Like, I just feel like it's so raw and it's so real and you just don't get that. You know what I'm saying? So when I first heard back from you, I was so angry and I was just mad at everybody and I'm a good looking person. So everybody was like, damn, hey, what's your name? And I was just like, you know, because at first I was mad Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like, I need to understand this energy. So now that I have the book and I read through the book, I'm like, all right. Now that now I can understand it and I could calm down mm-hmm. and now I could focus my energy on something that's more beneficial to me. But I just wanted to say thank you so much because it has really opened up like a whole new door for me because my focus is not on what I thought my focus needed to be on. And um I'm so happy and I'm so peaceful. <laughs> And I'm just like smacking hands away, like, no, not you, no, not today. And I'm smiling. I got a smile on my face and everything. And now my voice is a lot more firmer, and they don't like that either. But I just be like, what you going to do? Nothing. Right. So run along, little doggy. <laughs> right. It's freeing, ain't it? It feel good, it don't it? Is. It does feel so good. Like, it's just like a refreshing Thing that just came over my head all the way down to my toes so I just want to let you know that you're doing a great job and you should just keep doing it the same way you're doing it yes indeed I will I ain't gonna change nothing I'm enjoying the ride <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right you have a good night for solo you too all right all right bye-bye bye one more person come on come on call and let us let us end the night with a wonderful with a wonderful last caller right right you doing y'all doing this for yourself let these dudes have a little podcast y'all unknown caller hello hello Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you, Princella? I'm excellent. Who am I speaking with? Demetria. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, I'm, I go by Demi on, oh, on the yeah. chat. 
Oh, yeah. I've been following you for a while since TikTok, probably. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I see you in the comments. (laughs) So I have a different perspective, and the reason why I started listening to you is because I'm a mother of four boys, well, young men, Mm -hmm. and um, it's kind of interesting to listen to you break down what love is and I kind of came in when I when I started listening like well that's not true I have four kids and I see that they love and I see that they care and um when you the other day broke down caring and loving Mm -hmm. to the one gentleman that you were talking to and you were like no you you don't love your mother you care about her and as you broke it down I was like that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think when I started listening to you I and the way you were able to break down how love works and how men can't love aren't capable of it but they can they're capable of loving themselves and growing mm-hmm. and developing on their own personal self so when we do that for our own self because they're they're Men are really good at loving themselves and protecting themselves, and we have to be just the same. And I think a lot of people get offended, especially men, at what you're saying, and it's mainly you're just telling us, love ourselves as much as they love their own selves and do for themselves. Oh, I don't even think they love themselves. I don't think they're... (laughs) No, no, they're not even capable of loving themselves because to do that, okay... The five components of love are as follows. Seek first understanding and then ye be understood. With understanding comes a lot of work. That means one person has to become sympathetically and knowledgeably aware of the character or nature of oneself. These men do not know themselves. To become sympathetically and knowledgeably aware, the definition of knowledge is to acquire information, facts and information that is acquired through a person through experience and education. To gain education, you must study. To study means you devote time and attention Attention to acquiring knowledge and they do not devote time, attention to themselves to understand and become self-aware, which will then lead to compassion and appreciation. Appreciation is defined as recognizing and enjoying the good qualities of someone or something. You cannot recognize something unless you see something. And you can only see when you see with the mind because you do not see with the eyes. You see with your mind. And in order for you to see with your mind, you must go back to seeking understanding, which means to educate yourself, to study, devote time and attention. And they are not doing any of that because men are not self-aware. They are selfish, yes. They take all your time, yes. Right? They do what they want to do, yes. 
for selfish reasons, but it's not because they love themselves because they have no clue who they are. So no, they don't have the capability of loving themselves because they, they are too focused on getting sex and all of these other external means met. They're not even adding into personal development. They know nothing. So no, they're not even capable of that either. Yeah, I see that. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I do have hope, obviously, because I have the four young men. Right. <laughs> and so I want them to develop. And I, I believe because they watch what I've gone through and even themselves, their relationship with their father, mm -hmm. because they don't agree with the, the way their father was and how he behaved and they see a lot of themselves in him, in a, a lot of him in themselves sometimes, mm -hmm. where they notice it and correct their behavior or correct their attitude. Mm -hmm. um, I have a diverse um, group of young men in my home. They, you know, I have two and two that are gay, and then I have two that are not, and we all coexist together and. Um, I think we do a lot of self-reflection as a family, as a whole, just knowing what we all had to go through. Mm -hmm. um, we were, I was married for 20 years, and um, their father stepped out, and I think what happened was it's been nine years now since we've been divorced, and I've gone through a lot of self-reflection, and they've seen me grow as a person as well, mm -hmm. um, just because I didn't even know who I was. I was a mother, and I was a wife, and that's what I knew. I didn't have my own identity and I had to come out basically and rediscover myself. And during that time, I could see them growing and rediscovering. And to be honest, I've learned a lot from my own kids, just kind of watching them grow and mm -hmm. correct me. And a lot of, um, what is that, like generational trauma, generational um, things that I thought were right in life and they've kind of walked me through that, that I had to relearn mm -hmm. what life really looks like in this world because I was just so focused on my home so right. I, I have hope in them yes. <laughs> as men and really do hope that that change you know that dynamic does change but I do tell them every day I'm like what's love like I, I make them think about that for mm -hmm. their own purpose and I tell them that but um it's interesting watching them even try to discover what love is themselves so mm -hmm. just, I keep doing what you do I I mean it makes so much sense like I realized that over these last nine years I have not been back in another relationship since my marriage I think I kind of wanted to do my own I've put, played around I've had fun mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've you know met some fun guys that kind of got me out of my shell and I'm very introverted so mm -hmm. um I seem to tend to gravitate towards men that are extroverts mm -hmm. and so I have fun with them but I've never been in a relationship since my marriage and I think I've purposely have met those type of individuals because I wasn't ready to actually be in something serious but what you say every man has done or said to me thinking they were playing a game where they probably would have if I was vulnerable to that I don't think I was as vulnerable to what they had to say because I was just having fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where it needs to be. It needs to be about you. Whatever you want to do, 
it's on your terms because you had a power to right and and that's where you keep the power and that's how you keep things in line and don't fall love yourself right that's that's where the love that you're going to get is going to come from as far as your sons um you i think you're doing a great job with them uh how old are they how old is the oldest one my oldest is just turned 27 okay. and i just have one that turned i have two that are 23 right now mm -hmm. um one will turn 24 in a couple months mm -hmm. and then um my youngest is going to be 21 so oh. it's just kind of been a whole different journey with them because my oldest is one of the gay ones mm -hmm. and then my second to the oldest is also gay and then my other younger two that are 21 and 23 they they have girlfriends but i see that they're very good to the girlfriends that they have but i can see what you say mm -hmm match up with what they how they are mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting to watch that mm -hmm. well always keep in mind that testosterone does some interesting things to the male brain right and um with gay males a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them have the ability to tap into the feminine source and they are much they are much more evolved humans mentally right it is something about them being free they have a freer mind that allows them to tap into a source that an ultra masculine male cuts himself off from so they, I agree. Yes. So they will be, they have the ability to access more empathy, access more understanding and things like that because it is, it is their brain and their, their ability to tap into that feminine source. Um, mm -hmm. You have, you definitely, definitely have an interesting view to, 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 to watch from. Um, I wanted to say this um, also is that People don't fall in love. Love is a journey. You discover love on a journey. And it takes a long time to really find it. Right? And a lot of people, they don't understand they fall in emotion. And this is why they think there's a thin line between love and hate. No, there's a thin line between these unstable emotions that you think are love and hate. But love there is no thin line because once you travel along that journey and you discover it it's there and it's going to be there forever facts and you know what i i when when you talk about just the journey in itself going through it and then these men come on here or they have something to say about dying alone or whatnot and i'm like that's perfectly fine as long as i feel good and I'm not stressing over some man and what they're doing. Like my ex, he went and, you know, he promised the world to me and just another female comes in the picture and he, they have a baby and I was like, I'm out, tap out. Nope, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. But um, I, agree, I, I would rather than go through the stress that I had to go through those last years, mm -hmm. I would rather die alone. <laughs> And you know I that, don't care. <laughs> yeah, and that fear tactic, that's that's a patriarchal thing because men need to ensure their survival. See, women have always been good, okay? 
it is men who suffer a lonely existence. It is men who can't forge genuine relationships amongst men because they are wired to compete and outdo each other, right? To get to you, right? So it is patriarchy just gave men women that they should not have had. The majority of men are not even supposed to have women. That's the, the nature, the nature of things. They're not supposed to have them. And they have them without the work that is required. And so now they are struggling to keep their position and how they do that is they rely on extreme forms of manipulation to keep you stuck. And it ain't for you, it's for their own survival because they have no purpose without a woman. Zero. Right. And they have no life force energy without you. Right. So yeah, you you're gonna be better off without them w- without them being in your house. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't worry about anything. The things that I that I used to do and have to worry about is no longer that stress behind my back. Always worried like what eggshells are you know am I gonna step on today? So mm-hmm. I mean it was we had good times, but we had bad times towards the end and I would never want to relive that and I do what I want to do how I want to do it when I want to do it and I'm decided if I want to go somewhere and do something it's all me everything's on me and I I love that freedom and I have places to go when I want to get something taken care of if that happens and you know how that works Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'd rather just do it myself but um yeah it's just interesting to see how you break it down so simple but yet with all that knowledge behind it and tools that you use to break it down so it's amazing to just watch your mind work as you're talking about everything Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Demi. I appreciate you calling in. I thank you for being in my comment section. I'm so happy that you find solace in being the queen of your domain because you are allowed that freedom. And you can do whatever it is you want to do. If you want to deal with a dude, you can. But just make sure you kick his ass out when you're ready to be at peace. (laughs) Exactly. It's my house. Get out. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Thank you and bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. I enjoy. I enjoy this. I enjoy this. Listen, y'all, it has been wonderful. It's been a wonderful night. Um, I'm glad that I've been able to do this tonight. Make sure y'all come in tomorrow night at 9 o'clock sharp. It'll be myself and Adrian. We'll be having a discussion. I think this one is going to go well. Okay. I don't think it's going to turn out like the other ones. Okay. But if it do, y'all already know that I'm ready to drag them to the ends of the earth. (laughs) Okay, but I don't think it's going to be like that this time. So uh, everybody that donated to the cash app, thank you very much. 
uh, Super Chat. Thank you very much. If you haven't gotten the book, if you haven't gotten the workbook, make sure you get those uh, things because they are for your personal development. They will help you grow. And I will see y'all tomorrow. Good night. <laughs>